Welcome to the Women in Safety podcast. Do you have questions around how can you be recognized for your contributions and get ahead? Join our global WIS community, which provides a supportive space for women and our allies. Our discussions help break down barriers and support diversified leadership around the world. To subscribe and listen to our shows, visit safepedia.com. Now, here's our Women in Safety discussion. Hi, and welcome to another WIS show. We have a great conversation in store for everyone today. So listen up because we're continuing our series of building ourselves up and gaining access to higher level positions of influence. Now the series is part of six topics. And today we're gonna be looking at topic number four in this episode. And we'll be speaking to mentorship and the importance of our career development. And joining us today, we have Malcolm Staves and Bobby Grant. Welcome, both of you. Thank you, Jamal. How did you get involved in this program and what is it? Okay. Um, well, it's great to be here, Tamara. Um, yeah, I mean, within the organization that I work for, L'Oreal, sort of a diversity and inclusion is, is a very important subject to us. And over time, I've been looking at the ratio of male, female within the, the realms of environmental health and safety. And I found that there is a bit of a, it's not quite well balanced. Uh, I think we're at about 25, 30% but it reduces as we go higher up into the chain. So within L'Oreal at that time, we, we, we started to launch a program to look at women in safety, right? To promote gender equality, gender equity, diversity. And at the same time, we have a partnership with ROSPA, which we've, uh, we've had since about 2017, which is working uh, under an umbrella of safe at work, safe at home. And it's, when we, we thought it would be a good idea to bring our forces together under this idea of um, promoting um, women in safety with ROSPA. So we put in place, place a training program, um, which we wanted to make open to people, um, to women in general, or people that pertain to be women. And um, we launched it through uh, social media. We asked for applicants. We, for the first pilot session, we reduced it to final six and put the program in place. And the program includes also for each of the participants, uh, 12 months of uh, mentoring and it's free, completely sponsored by L'Oreal. And now Bobby, can you share a little bit with us about how you got involved in all this and met Malcolm? Yeah, sure, no problem. So thanks for having me tomorrow and Malcolm. This is, uh, this is great to be doing this. So I um, got involved through LinkedIn. So I just came across an article saying, you know, it was asking why joining a leading safety program, you know, would, how would it benefit you and the business? So I got involved um, and just really thought about that as, you know, how that could help me in my position, my, my, what was my current position, and then how could it, you know, improve the way I uh, perceived on site and then also, you know, getting into a new position. So I just thought it was a fabulous opportunity. And um, it, you had to write 250 words on how it would benefit you. And, um, you know, so you could be considered. And never did I think that I would end up being in the final six. And uh, so, yeah, it's just such a great um, and fabulous opportunity. Um, you know, it has, you know, sharpened my skill set, you know, to try and be, you know, a more effective leader, 
you know, it's given us that opportunity to work with other women within EHS and also, you know, to network and, um, you know, with people that are in the same industry as well. So, so yeah, it's, um, it's been really positive up to now. I, I definitely recommend it. So I guess one question that I'm going to throw out there is, um, and I, I think some people are wondering about this, is how does mentoring happen? Malcolm, um, you know, one of the things people do struggle with when they are thinking about um, career development is how do I move ahead? How do I get into that executive track? And it's a mystery to a lot of people. So because you are an executive at L'Oreal, maybe you could kind of uncloak that, if you will, for us and help us understand better. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, maybe go back in time a little bit, you know, um, I never had the benefit of a mentor or a coach and you go along making mistakes um, and learning from those mistakes as you develop within within your career and they're important but as I've become more uh, got a more and more senior position within the L'Oreal I've realized that the importance of experience and sharing that experience with others so that they can benefit from it um, make less mistakes, deal with difficult situations that I'll be perfectly honest with you, years and years ago, I've made some real issues out of situations that I've not managed very well. I've not dealt the relationship very well. And I would love to have had this idea of uh, this thing of a mentor that would guide me through it. Just somebody that I can talk to, not necessarily somebody within my organization, but just somebody to talk to. And we felt that when we put this together with Rosper in association with One Wish and we were talking about it and we started off by thinking just training you know one day free training uh, to, just to try and promote women in safety and then we said well why not take it one step further and the idea is just to give people like Bobby and others just that opportunity to talk to people that have already been there done it and made all the mistakes and, and everything and struggled as, as a result and it's yeah it's just to really give back experience and help others at the end of the day and i you'd have to ask bobby but um i'm quite i feel quite positive about it no i think it's a very important um i'm like you uh, malcolm starting my career i had heard about mentoring i knew that it was something out there but it always seemed to be um, more through like doing a business coach or something and so what you guys are doing is very different um, because it's actually a person who has already traveled through that similar career, yeah. mentoring and helping somebody else kind of guide through the barriers, the challenges that you've already experienced. And so, so Bobby, I, I wanna kind of turn to you for a moment and understand more about um, what is the value that you're finding as the mentee working with somebody like Malcolm? So, yeah, so that's a great question. You know, um, just having Malcolm there as a, as a mentor, mentor is just fantastic. You know, he gives that positivity to me. He makes, he drives me through like my working week. You know, when I think about, you know, going to speak to him, I get really excited that you know we're going to have a really good conversation and, and not only that he's there to listen and uh, which is just you know fantastic you don't you know sometimes 
you can in an EHS world, you know, it's very um, isolating. There's not someone exactly the same as you. And so, you know, you, you don't often have that person that you can reach out to and have those those conversations. And um, so, yeah, right now it's um, it, it, it's a fantastic opportunity. And um, yeah, as I say, I just look forward to, you know, speaking to Malcolm, you know, talking through things, um, you know, his experience as well is 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 just is, is great to um you know to to listen to as well and uh yeah i've really appreciated uh his time um with me and so you know one of the things that you touched on earlier malcolm was the ratio of male and female in the health and safety domain and i totally agree with you on that there are more females getting into more of the support roles i've always seen females in the administrative side of health and safety that yep. kind of seemed to be the box that we were put in, at least when I, when I was coming up the ranks. And so one thing that I'd like to ask Bobby is that because it is very male dominated, you know, cause you don't work at the same company, you do work at two different companies. How is it being a woman having a male mentor you through this? Have you found it a benefit or give us the, the scoop on that? Yeah, so that's uh, again a, a, a good question. I've um, it doesn't really matter to me, really. You know, I've been in the as a, a an EHS professional for the last twenty five years, so I've grown up with it with EHS being very male dominated, and so it's you know you've got to be able to you know work with men and women, and it's and and Malcolm, you know, doesn't see me any different as you know. As a, as a male counterpart, he talks to me the same, he listens the same, he, you know, we share the same, you know, the, 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 the same uh, journey. So it's, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I look up to him just as a, as a look up to another, you know, mentor. Uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to kind of crash this party here a little bit. <laughs> and kind of spice it up because I, I do think there is is a different like as a woman um, for me anyway working in working with men in health and safety at times could be um, quite a challenge because it almost seems like the way that we come at things sometimes from the feminine and the masculine view I even want to kind of steer away from saying a female male woman, man, but it's more of a feminine, masculine perspective, right? Is that I, I would come at, at safety more with a feminine perspective and my manager was more of a masculine perspective. And so we kind of often butted heads in what was perceived as, a, as the same value in mm -hmm. safety, right? And so I find it very interesting, Malcolm, this whole program is about sponsoring women in safety. So I kind of want to find out the why behind that. Why would Laurier focus more on women as opposed to both men and women? I've been on a journey myself, you know, uh, when I came through into the into health and safety uh, many, many years, it was like Bobby said, it was very male dominated. And it was more and more as equality, diversity, and inclusion has been more of a theme. Um, you know, um, women have been looking for 
careers compared to my mother that was only expected to be honest with you to look after the family right and did a little bit of work so the whole world has changed except for health and safety historically has been created very often by men okay however as it's evolving i'm seeing that empathy listening skills are becoming more and more important and they are going back to what you just said like feminine type of typically characteristics so i agree with you it's not about male female it's more about characteristics but in order to get that balance and the transfer of characteristics and so that rather than having it being a a, a top-down red-blooded typical approach going back to in the old days when we used to uh, work in motion studies you need more equity in order to have that that balance of ways of doing things my team in l'oreal my corporate team i am now 50 50 and i'm open to everybody in this i have seen a change in the dynamics right um the, there's, there's more listening, more empathy, more working together, more collaboration. And I think I've got that right balance. And that, to me, means that you get better balance, we make better decisions. And within our industry, better decisions equals we save lives or we reduce accidents. So it just makes sense. So that's why we within L'Oreal and why I'm promoting it externally for the profession is we believe it is the way forward, a better balance of characteristics. And as a result, we'll get better performance, better, um, um, better culture as well, get, get the right kind of balance because gone are the days, and I'll finish here tomorrow, gone are the days when we say, do this, do that, do the other. Right, it's more about listening, working together, collaboration. We're stronger together, and that very much is, in general, a feminine characteristics, and that's why we need equity, in my humble opinion. Yeah, no, it's interesting that you're you're bringing up this um, the the skill set of empathy and listening, and and it it, it tends to be at least um, identified as more of a feminine characteristic, because that's exactly the same type of thing that I was just mentioning before about the values. And so I wanted to, to learn more a little bit about how does someone get involved in this training program that's sponsored by L'Oreal in partnership with RASPA okay. and associated uh, with One Wish. I'll take that very, very quickly. I mean, it, it, at the moment, we're planning on um, three sessions per year um, with uh, six to eight participants, okay? Um, for an IOSH certified training. So the training is actually certified. And we do a, a sort of like a call for candidates, for want of an expression, out on social media. Uh, anybody can apply. And I would like to say it's anyone pertaining to be a, a woman as well. So I don't want to just limit it to women, women. Um, and then through with Rosper, um, One Wishes involvement and L'Oreal, we then reduce that down to six and we, we then select the date and we put on the, the training, the one day training, which is um, the training is done by uh, the person who I co-founded. Uh, we co-founded One Wish With, uh, which is Louise Hoskins. And, and she selects the right, and, her, and the Rosper team select the right mentor for the right um, uh, mentee, okay? Because it's a, it's a very delicate process. You need to have the right kind of person uh, for the uh, well, right kind of couple for want of an expression. So, so everything on LinkedIn. So people should look out on LinkedIn for uh, 
um, for posts. And so, Bobby, I wanted to kind of get a sense from you. Why was this kind of mentoring program so important for you for your career development, especially at this point where you are? Yeah, so um, I was an EHS specialist, you know, for many years. So I did work at manufacturing sites. I got my hands dirty. I did, you know, the technical uh, work. And as I got older, I thought, right, well, I'll, I wanted to go into more of a, a leadership role. How do I do that? And I, a couple of years ago, uh, made a change to not just look after a UK manufacturing site, but also to look after a, a European service organization. So I made that step and I made that step up, but then I could see myself in, the, in a couple of years time to be able to um, have more of a global role and have that leadership role, you know, and how was I going to do that? So that's what I was looking for is just to have that edge of being able to have even just, you know, a, a course where it would give me the confidence to be able to actually go for those positions. Because not many women do. We always think, oh, we can do 70% of the role, but, you know, you know, we can't do all of it. So we can't apply for it. And that's not the case. You know, a lot of men go for, you know, these jobs where they've only got, you know, 40% of, you know, the, the qualifications or the expertise. So um, what the, the course allowed me to do is just, you know, just, just go for it. So that a, 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 a um, position came up within work and I was able to have the confidence, go for it. And, um, and now I'm the global EHS lead for the service organization for Thermo Fisher. So yeah, it's, it's, it's made a, a great deal uh, to my career and, um, and, and to my confidence. Yeah, I think it's really important, especially for um, women to see other women in these leadership roles. You know, it's, it's interesting when I was speaking to um, underrepresented individuals, especially women of color, one of the big things that came out was that they didn't see people like themselves on TV, in ads, in roles, etc. So they never were able to visualize themselves as being in that role. And I think we find the same thing um, in previous years in health and safety is that we kept on seeing the same um, male image in these senior executive roles. And mm -hmm. so that was what we got in our head needed to be in those roles. And I, I commend you, um, Malcolm, for all the work you're doing to shatter that image and say, no, you know what, we have to open it up because everybody has different talents that they're bringing to the landscape and we can use those. Um, so share with me, how does somebody get involved in the actual program? Where, where would they go? What would they do? I'll, I'll take that one again. I mean, there, there are two uh, sides to this. The first side is the participants, and we've covered that um, already, you know, social media, et cetera. But there is another side that's important, and that's through the One Wish organization is, you know, people out there that want to be part of this program, they want to be mentors uh, to support people that are uh, uh, changing, you know, changing the career, looking at the career path, et cetera. We'll just welcome them. So anybody that wants to get involved, I mean, I'll say it straight, get in contact with me. I can be contacted through LinkedIn or, or with Louise Hoskin. And we're looking for mentors all the time to be part of this program and help 
people come through and realize their potential. And I'm going to talk directly. I mean, Bobby's going to be very embarrassed here, so it's, so it's a good job this is going to be on audio, is that, you know, if we all have individual talents. And sometimes it's a question of being confident about being ourselves, being authentic, and that we can deliver. And it, we don't have to mirror the people who have done our jobs before us. We can be ourselves and, 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 and succeed. And Bobby and I spend a lot of time talking about Bobby being Bobby. And if you don't mind me saying Bobby, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and thinking about the why of why we doing things and putting the why into uh, the work, et cetera. And, and it, it's been an experience for me because I feel being a mentor, um, I feel valued in myself. I feel I'm giving back. And I would even consider now, um, and uh, Bobby is is a friend. We've got to know each other. We have a very good relationship. So it was a very good pairing from 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 my point of view. Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to kind of pick up on what one thing that you said, Bobby being Bobby, because um, that's an interesting theme in at least I've noticed speaking to a lot of different women is that they didn't feel that they could be themselves. And then now there's a label saying, oh, it's imposter syndrome, like you have imposter syndrome. What I think it really is, is what you're, you're keying into was the self-confidence. And part of that is also self-image. And if it goes back to if we're not seeing people like ourselves in different roles, then we can't envision ourselves being part of that role. So then when we do kind of think about, hey, I want to be in that role too, and then get the opportunity, this, it's really the self-confidence that's shaking you to think that you don't really have the skills that are needed for this because cognitively you kind of have a bias in your mind about what that person who does have the skills looks like. Bobby, can you speak to that? Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, the, the job I do, again, is very male dominated. There, there are a lot of field service engineers who are, are male. So it's a big male organization. And, um, you know, sometimes on a daily basis, I do get imposter syndrome. I think, oh, my goodness, you know, the things that we, the challenges that we have. But, you know, I have to step back and think, you know, I am good at my job. I may not be the best speaker. I may not be the best, you know, I've not got great um, skills in, in, in speaking and talking and presentations, but, you know, give me a task, you know, I'll do it. I, I deliver, I get, get results. I, you know, I put programs in, you know, and make sure that we continually, you know, improve. So, you know, that if you're having just such a bad day, you know, just take that step back, you know, you know, be kind to yourself. And, um, you know, you are doing you're, you're in that role for, you know, a reason. And, you know, and just, you know, just, just be good. And, you know, just be kind to yourself. It's, um, it, it is hard, and it is challenging every single day. And it's hard to, to stop that voice on your shoulder thinking that, oh, you know, you're, you're not good enough. And so I'm going to kind of throw it back at you here, Malcolm, for a little bit, um, and maybe Bobby too. But so does the program have structure to it? Do you just come and talk with one another? Or is there actual things that you're moving through with purpose and goals for this? 
at the moment, at the beginning we sort of uh, set the remit of what we wanted to do what were the, the priorities uh, for Bobby um, with respect to uh, challenges at work um, uh, how she wanted to develop and after that a, a lot of it has been it's structured around that that gives the frame but there's freedom within that frame of our discussions. So very often we talk about what's going on because in a mentoring capacity, you know, it's important to work on what's happening today, the reality, so that we can go away and, and do a, almost a little bit of role playing and say, okay, so let's look about this situation. And sometimes Bobby will say to me, oh, that wouldn't work, if you know what I mean. And, and, the, and this is why, and we brainstorm a little bit more and we work something through and it, it's very much a, you know, giving and taking, and sometimes you know it already it still remains with Bobby to decide whether she wants to, whether it makes sense to, to her in a work environment. Because as, as the mentor, I am not with her. I am not in her work environment, experiencing what she's what she's doing. All I can do is try to have a an objective view based on my experience, my history, my journey to date, to hopefully help Bobby through her her work and her challenges and also to accept the fact that she is an exceptionally good EHS professional and she has to realize that she has that confidence in, in herself and also to be herself and not try and be somebody else who whose boots she's filled or the the image of what health and safety is within the organization so for, for me that's that's the most important thing Bobby yeah, and the course is really good as well. So it's, um, you know, you look at, you know, where you are uh, as an organisation now, you know, understanding, you know, other, you know, good practices, you know, you can benchmark, you know, your performance against, you know, other organisations. And um, it gives you the steps that you can take to try and achieve that so you can become, you know, the best leader that, that you can be. So, you know, it gives you, uh, you know, an assessment and, um, and yeah, so I, I would just say, you know, just, just get in contact, go and do it. It's literally a day and um, you will really, you know, notice the benefits of it once you've done it. Well, we are at the end of our time, but I did want to ask you if, if either of you had some last thoughts that you'd like to share with our audience. Uh, shall I go first, Bobby? Yeah. You know, um, I'm going to go back to something that I said earlier, if you don't mind, Tamara. You know, at the end of the day, what we're about in our profession is saving lives, reducing accidents, and hopefully having a positive impact on people's life. You know, ideal situation where somebody will leave one of our companies maybe better than they arrive because of a well-being program, et cetera. And, as our profession is evolving and the needs of our companies are changing all the time, uh, we need to adapt as well. And it needs a wide range of skills, sometimes top down, you know, uh, this is the way it's going to be. Other times we need listening skills, empathy, and that's the future. But there is one other thing that when it comes to it, I think the future is based on being working together, collaboration. It's not working in silos anymore. And we need to work to the best of our own characteristics, feminine, masculine characteristics, bring them together 
simply because we can save lives and we're going to reduce accidents. It's just the right thing to do. Yeah, and I, I'd agree with that. And, um, you know, Malcolm put me in touch with um, the uh, I will be a hummingbird uh, story and just trying to be the best that you can. And I think, you know, collaboration, having those conversations, you know, that one conversation, you know, at a time with each and every, you know, person who you work with, again, not going down a, a, a silo is, um, is just going to really, really Im improve your, the way you perceived as well as, um, you know, improving safety, uh, you know, on a daily basis. So, yeah. Well, thank you very much. It was great to have you both with us today. Thank you, Tamara. Thank you. Thanks, Tamara. Thanks, Malcolm. I hope you enjoyed this Women in Safety show. That was a great conversation. If you're interested in learning more about the Mentor Mentee program, please look at our episode notes. It's a great program that L'Oreal, Raspa, and One Wish have going, and it's their safe at home, safe work umbrella that this goes under. If you're looking for safety resources for your team, please go to safepedia.com where we're releasing new safety content daily. Until next time, stay safe.